we're heading out of Venice. We're here at uh, the Zatere Vaporetto dock. We found a much better route. Thank thankfully, Denise reminded me to look for a better route to get back to the train station. We're taking the 5.2 that goes directly there. We should have done this when we first got here, but Google Maps had different ideas. So yeah, we'll be out of Venice soon. We're going to go up to the Mestra station. So we have to take a train one stop, and then we'll rent a car there, because it's a lot cheaper than renting it right here in Venice. So then we'll be driving north. I think we're going to stop by a mall in Treviso. Because I told the Airbnb we'd be there at 3. I wanted to make sure we accounted for any uh, delays we might have. But yeah. We'll have to come back here someday. What do you think? No. Well, I, I mean, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, go to new places. I, I would rather go to new places, but I can see that you really need, like, at least five days a week here, you know, or a week here, right? I asked you this yesterday, and you said no. Well, just in general, you know, I, I would like to go to new places than to revisit a place, but... Well, we can come back here and go to places we haven't been yet. That's true. That's true. But I've been quite impressed with Venice. It is an extremely unique place. It's been a dream. Yeah. Especially just walking around at night, just this strange, strange environment. Sometimes you're completely by yourself in a tiny alley. You can touch with both, with, with both hands, the, end, the sides of it. But it also has that sort of theme park quality where it feels, it feels somewhat safe, right? I mean, I guess mainly pickpocketing is the big crime here, right? I felt safe here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very unique place and exceeded my expectations. It was much different than what I was expecting in many ways, you know. Because what you see are sort of pictures of the highlights, but you're not really getting the full picture. Oh, look, here's a boat. I saw it's a hotel called the Hilton Molino Stucky. It's a Stucky, I guess, is a very non-Italian word. It sort of reminds me of Stucky's, the, uh, the old chain of uh, restaurants on the Route 95 in the old days. Yeah, I think there'll be a boat before too, too long. And this, of course, is the beginning of Italia Quattro, the fourth episode. Yes, I'm very excited to see Donia. Yes, we're going to see Donia today. I can't, I can't believe it. All my, all my life I've been hearing about Donia. I've been here for 27 years. You've been... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, let me just get up. Yeah, I've been uh, hearing about uh, Donia, the small town, all my life. My grandfather came from. We're going there today. Gonna meet my cousin Sarah. Hopefully, she'll be on the show. I let her know I'm doing a podcast. So, yeah. So yeah, we're. Should be another great day. Well, we're getting there. There's a boat there called, we saw that before, the Andrea Doria. Because we I was just mentioning the Andrea Doria, the ship that sank back in the 50s. And then there's like a monorail up here, a little train, I guess from the uh, Venice, the big parking lot. Yeah. The little monorail that goes over somewhere. I didn't notice that before. It is a monorail. The Venice monorail. 
going though. Anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah, it goes over there. Everyone trying to get off at the train station couldn't get off. There was a huge push of people, and uh, now now we, we missed our stop. So we have to go to the next stop and, uh, and get it get it, the next one back. I guess. I mean, this is uh, very very annoying. But we came with a, a chaos, and we're leaving with a chaos. I don't even know the next stop. This is uh, very difficult. Stopping here. I hope we're stopping here. Maybe not. San Marola Casino. Yeah, alright, we just gotta get off here. Alright, we had to get off and get back on, and now we're very close to the front. A lot of other people had the same issue we had. It's a group of seven of us. And the other five, I said, railroad, follow us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I said train station, but whatever. They're very grateful to, that we helped them. Yeah. Or I helped them. Thank you for helping them. All right, we made it to the train station. <laughs> that was wild. We couldn't even get, they wouldn't, Attention, we couldn't even get off. So, yeah, at the station now, we're kind of like, you know, we have a little extra time here. I know I said I was going to pick up the car at 12.30, it's 12.16 now, but it shouldn't be too long from here to get the next train and uh, then uh, switch over to car for the rest of the trip, of course, then airplane to get home. But yeah, it was um, really interesting, as I sort of mentioned on last episode, the pair of headphones, uh, they're Monk Plus Little earbuds. Those earbuds usually last about maybe three months before they die. Those earbuds, I think, lasted like years. I, I think I had those same earbuds when we went to Europe in, in 2019 because I had my backup. I had a, another pair in a bag uh, in the original packaging. And I brought that again. And, and so those earbuds lasted so long. And it kind of feels, you know, kind of good that they sort of conked out in Venice. I, and I just threw them out in the hotel trash can. You know, they had served me so well. But now there's a new pair. Uh, you know, the symptom is one of the two uh, earbuds stops working. But got the new earbuds now. And uh, we just got to take the train one stop to Mestra. Car rental. And then driving in Italy. And then I think we're going to go to the mall. Okay, we're on the train. Is this pop? I didn't you see. Don't hear me. We're on pop. Okay. I didn't see the pop logo. Whew. Lift the luggage up to the luggage racks. Ciao, Venice. Yep. Heading out. 
Uh, we're at the Mestra train station, and the restrooms are the most unnecessarily complex and annoying. You go into a food court and up some stairs, and then the guy's like, do you have your code? What code? Do you have to buy something? <laughs> so I just went back down and looked in the garbage, and of course there's tons of receipts, and I saw the code was 2332. And I went back up, and the door was open, and there's this little tiny vestibule for men and women. Ugh, very annoying. Very annoying bathroom, but those are cool, yeah. I can make a tiny little gift basket for Sue. So yeah. our neighbor Sue has a store called Little Obsess and sells tiny things. And I just found all these tiny Italian food, wine, magnets. But it has pasta baby bells, it has tomato sauce, it has Chianti, it has uh, Aperol. It's just adorable. Yeah. So, so I need you to pick out. Okay. I'll pick some out. And then I'll find a little bag. How cute is that? A little yeah. gift basket with those two other things you bought her? Yeah. We're done. Beautiful. Very cute. Yes. Yes. Okay. We're in the car here. The rental process wasn't that difficult. Why do you assume everything's going to be difficult? Because everything I read online. We got upgraded to a Toyota CHR hybrid, actually. And, uh... Automatic. Automatic. And, uh... Yeah. Smells good. Clean. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be heading over. I guess we have. I think we should stop by that mall. Yeah. Just as a halfway point. We just can't spend a lot of time. No, no. Let's just see if I can uh, navigate here. Get English. All right, we'll figure this out. All right. So the navigation said you have to. Like subscribe to the navigation even though I did pay for navigation guaranteed so I came down to the office again and they said uh, unfortunately it's the manufacturer and uh, I can't use the navigation <laughs> so yeah unfortunate you can always use our phones but I was hoping to use the car navigation We're here in Longarone. Wow, it is it was amazing. Like so yeah, so I found I figured I was able to plug my phone in and use Android Auto to navigate. And it wasn't really that far of a drive. Uh, it was on this highway and at first we saw the mountains in the distance and then we entered the mountains there are all these tunnels. It was amazing. And now we're here. This is the I think right over there, I believe is where my grandfather grew up. And these were the mountains he looked at every day. We've arrived at the Casa Rosa, this Airbnb. But uh, they don't seem to be around just yet, so we're waiting for them. Um, but this is utterly incredible. I mean, I, I, it was like driving into a dream. And, uh, yeah, this I, I totally had the wrong impression. I thought there was going to be some weird dirt road or something. It was not, nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, there's like a mountain right up there. <laughs> there's a, this is like a little valley between these mountains. So, very different feel, very different environment, but amazing. And hopefully, we'll, we'll get the uh, we'll get in here soon. All right, we're in Casa Rosa. Looking at these mountains, these are the mountains I've heard about all my life. Um, well, I'm just looking out in one direction, but 
to the east, I think. Unbelievable. These were the mountains my grandfather grew up with. And he used to go up in these mountains. They probably are not much changed since he was a kid and he was born in 1905, so. Towards the left from where I'm looking, there's some mountains without any green on them. Then this one is green with some on the sides and towards the top. This is gray, brown, stone. And to the right, there's more mountains. And then there's one that's green all the way up to the top. So this is just unbelievable to be looking at these mountains. Uh, yeah, I'm going to meet my, our distant cousin soon, but I'm not sure exactly where we're meeting her. All right, we're here at the church to meet Sarah. And uh, it's a really cool church. It has kind of a modern style. And uh, yeah, we were talking to, I think her name is Annalisa, who uh, runs Casa Rosa, talking about the disaster of 1963. Uh, they had built a dam, I believe, and then uh, there was a huge rock slide uh, which caused 4,000 deaths and wiped out most of the town in 63. They have a before and after picture, which is just, just shocking. So, should we go down? Yeah. I know, well, we'll see her out the, down there. Um, yeah, I had heard of that flood. Though, uh, you know, when my father was here in 53, and then they came back in 57, it was actually before that flood. Let me see, let me look at this map. Oh, there's Donia. So Donia's down a little bit, so I guess it's over here. We're here, so it's right down there. There's a hotel over there. I, I tried to book a room at that hotel over there. And, uh, no, well, they they didn't write back for three weeks, oh, and three weeks. and I, so I, I got the Airbnb, and then they wrote back. They're like, "Okay, you can stay here." I'm like, "Well, you know, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I already found other accommodations. Like, do you have a problem?" I'm like, "Well, you didn't respond for three weeks, you know." I think they got me mixed up with someone else. Ugh, these mountains, and then there's more mountains over here, but these ones are the, they're all good. All the mountains are good. Uh, it's sort of indescribable that this is like a something I've been thinking about for so long to come here. I mean, my parents should have taken us here at one point. I mean, we should have had a trip here, all of us. Uh, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know why we didn't. I'm not really sure what happened. We should have had a family trip here in the 70s, you know, later 70s, maybe early 80s. It did not happen, but... Uh, Whew, it's so good being here. Wow. And for many years, there was a rumor that our family still owned a house in Donia. That's D-O-G-N-A. Um, but I think I asked my father about it a, f 
you know, a few months before he passed, he said he's, he didn't really know what was going on with the house that we owned over there. And who was it they talked to a lot? Was her name Emma? Yeah. They, yeah, there was a relative, Emma, that they used to talk to a lot in, in Donia. Look at this church. This is uh, like, a, like a, a modern, almost brutalist-style church. It's very cool. These mountains. I mean, they, they go up almost. I mean, they go almost almost like straight up, like ninety degrees. Like they're they're not gradual. They're huge. I'm gonna go over here and see, get a better view of the mountain. So Denise is looking at the church here. I'm gonna go in. Wow, this is really, it's a brutalist church. I love it. Going in. Ah, very nice. There's like a bleacher style seating, really interesting, very different. Definitely a modern, modern style. Very impressive. Oh, look at these mountains over here. Oh, man. This is uh, somewhat un unbelievable. Unreal. And, you know, some, at some point I took it, there's uh, my, my grandmother wrote, wrote like a, starting to write a book about Donia. You know, you know that, Denise? I, I, I found it, but then I lost. I mean, it's in one of the things we took. But, but I just don't want to. I know, but Nanny was uh, writing a book about Donia, and so What's I had a Christmas book. I have that. We should do something. A Treehouse for Santa. I read it on the show. Unreal, unreal. Oh, there's a train that comes up here. I didn't realize that. We could take it to train. Ah, church bells. We could take it to train, but then how are we going to get to the vegan hotel? That's the question. That's not rock or pop. It's just a little train. Did you see pop when we got off? Yeah, I, okay. I didn't see it when we got off, but I, no? saw, I saw another train that had pop. Denise, you said you had an impression from my father when we were driving up. Yeah. Right? It was like him sitting at the kitchen table talking. Couldn't he wasn't I couldn't make out what he was saying, but you know how he would tell stories and talk. Yeah. And I, and I just it was just I'm very excited to be here. See them? Oh, that must be them, yeah. Alright, so we're here in the uh, downstairs at the church is a museum. This is Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is the person that found the statue. So there was a statue from the church here that was uh, found how far away? 100 kilometers. 100 kilo kilometers away. Uh, it was washed down. Yeah. And they found the statue. I think the statue was still here. 
Yes, and this would help ours. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yes, the boat, the boat is the original boat. Yeah. Oh, really? The boat's there that, that they've, they that found they it? Use, that they used to, uh, to bring her back. Wow. Yeah, this is a, an amazing place. Yeah, the 60th anniversary of the, of the disaster. And there's a lot of artifacts of what they found, uh, what was left after yeah, the disaster little, of the original church. Little museum right at the church. Yeah. All right, we'll go up now. Remember the way. Well, look at this. Yeah, there's, a, there's an open-air amphitheater on top of the church. And the shape is meant to... Uh, uh, symbolize the wave. Wow. So when was when was this church built? Uh, in the late late sixties. Okay. Late sixties, but, but uh, the part with the bells was built only in the nineteen nineteen. Okay. I was I was I think five or six. Okay. See, they added all the. The part with the with the bells. It's beautiful, yeah. Late sixties. It makes sense. It's a it's a beautiful design. This would be a great place to see something here. Yeah, it's like the mountains in the distance. Absolutely. And uh, from here you can have a, a better view of all villages all around. Bologna, Oh, there's Donia. This is so, uh, a good picture over here. Donia. <laughs> I feel very emotional. This is uh, uh, I'm very emotional. This is this something is I've been all of us. thinking about for my whole life. Yeah. Wow. Thank you again. I should have brought, brought more. I should have brought more. No, no. It's really a Yes. This looks older, this looks newer, right? Or uh, just renovated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The older part is here. Yeah. And mm -hmm. some of the houses have been um, restored. Yes. Okay, but the main old part is there. Yeah. Here, this is the place in which they made cheese. Wow. Latteria is called. Now it's all restructured. Uh, but um, once there was a museum inside with all the tools, See, they used to make cheese. Forever. Now wow. it's closed since now it's used as um, uh, when, for instance, you have to celebrate something as a birthday ah. or you can ask for the room, nice. you, you page something and uh, for instance on my girl's birthday we, we celebrate here usually oh, really? since there's a kitchen and so on but uh, we, we don't have the keys so now it can be, can be seen inside. Yes, it's a beautiful little town. You can look at it on Google Maps. Uh, 
mountains. I want to see. I want to see where the where the fountain was. <laughs> Do you know where the fountain was? What? Yeah, it's yes, right here. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was here. The fountain of, of the picture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I showed you, I still have. I still. Have, we still have the the fish. <laughs> he has one. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is the playground. My girls come come here often. Since really? Sometimes they are with the grandparents. Yeah. And you know here um, the sunlight lasts more. Okay. And it's very safe for children. Yeah. It's quiet. So I've grown up here too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. Now, now, not many families are living here moment okay since there are no groceries there is nothing yeah you always need a car here starts the oldest part of Donia and if you want ah here Emma had uh, if you remember in the video you showed me there is a moment in which they they go up here with your your aunt, Jackie, yeah. and Emma as well. And they walk, but maybe they come up from here and they walk. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Since Emma had the chickens here and the vegetables and so on, and it was all here, but now nobody cares about it. Yeah. So it's just... Uh, it's just like she she left it. Yeah. But the place in which your hand walks by is here. Emma had everything here. Uh, vegetables, fruits, animals. And when my, my grandfather, uh, he got, when he bought his house, he built a huge garden. Yeah. A huge garden. He was loved it. Most people in the U.S. don't don't grow gardens, you know, that big. But he's like, you have land, you could grow food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they grow gardens, but not that big. He had a big garden. Yeah, it takes. Oh, you have to take care of it. Yes, so it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. Yes, my parents have. Yeah, I don't have. <laughs> I don't have the work. time. I don't have the time. I don't have a garden. The zucchini flowers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Zucchini. Your grandmother used to cook these. So my grandmother would. Uh, yeah. When the 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 flowers, yeah, she right would. Uh, oh, yeah. So we cook, we cook it, we yeah, cook them. Yeah. Usually, we make risotto. We make, we fry, we fried. Yeah, this was we fried fried. With, fried with batter. That was one of my grandmother's <laughs> great yeah. recipes. It's I remember that. Typical. Really good. My girls also like very much. Fiori di zucchini fried. So we have this picture as a reference to. Uh, oh my god, that picture. Yeah. Did Sarah see that? Yeah, I sent I sent you this. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. here. It's just around the corner. Oh, can't wait to see it. And I also have a have this on a uh, a movie. I have to find it though. Really? Yeah, the fountain oh. in a movie. Wow. See, I'll show you. <laughs> see, this is the fountain. Ah, see, uh, I lost it. Okay. Lost. See. And I tell you, we see the uh, the fish. Uh, well, Fishy. 
pesci sì, sì, ne hanno uno per ciascuno loro. Sì, ma allora il nonno ha preso lui i pesci. Sì, 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 ne hanno uno lui e uno Paul. Ah, ok. Yeah, so we, 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 just, we just took it because sì, sì, my, sì. my father passed away, so oh, we're going right. to keep it safe. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we have no children, but Paul has a daughter, and yes. Bob and Anne have two daughters, so okay. there's three fish, I think? There's two fish. Two fish. Two fish. Oh, so Jackie gave her fish to yeah, Paul? Yeah, Jackie oh, gave her fish okay. to Paul, yeah. Well, we're going to have to give one to Bob's family. We'll pass it down to Bob's family. Yeah. So it stays in the family. I still can't believe I'm here. This is amazing. So here is the historical center. And it's one of the most, one of the oldest since many of the other historical centers here. We're destroyed by this the disaster. Of yeah. So this yeah. right about here yeah okay I don't know if in the picture maybe if the house is that one yeah like looking this way yes look exactly see Denise look exactly that house wow so we are here where the fountain was. Like, it's right over here. Oh, yep. Wow. Denise, can you take a picture of the picture and the Do you want me to take real? a picture of you here? Yes, yes. Just ask. Wait, picture of the picture. Okay, hold on. Like, you see this? I don't know if I can see it. Let's try. Do you want a photo? Yeah. Here? Yeah. Yes, Sarah. Vieni, vieni, vieni a So this is where this is where my grandfather was born. Yes, wow. Yes. The This is the house. Yes. In which family lived until she died. Wow. Can't really see inside, but this is this is the house. All right, get a picture, Denise. Get a picture of me here. Can you get this? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is the house he was in. Yeah. Wow.
I'm getting some impressions, yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. The main part was here on the right, and here they had animals and so on. Yeah, because so much of who I am is from him, you know. He was a, a huge influence on me. Yes. I can understand. My grandfather, too, his father had a huge influence on yeah. me. Yeah. He, he also, he, he started from nothing, mm -hmm. and... Uh, and and he had his own career and his own life and traveled all Italy and I can understand somewhere yeah. you know. Yeah. It's in amazing. Italy counting it at the room for Sometimes Teresa came here, but she 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 said she died in June. Suddenly in in one she was eighty six. She died in one month. Uh, to leave, they had to. Nila! Um, they had to. He said he used to find uh, fossils up there too, like a f the actual fish, the old fish, the fossils. Yeah. Yeah, up yeah. there, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's also in the video. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's Nila. Okay, the grass is high. Yeah. So, where did my grandfather live? He lived over here somewhere? No, he lived there. Oh, he lived he over there the whole time. Okay, the whole time. Okay. Let's take a picture of your mom. Uh, my house. Yes. But I want a fucking picture of your mom. From your mom. Look at this. Nice. Frank, you want to get one? Huh? Yeah. I'm going to step up to Okay. Careful, careful. Very nice. Thank you. So Look at this. It's like a little, almost like an alley with houses on either side, made of that stone. Actually, this, this the side, they remind me a little bit of what he did in the kitchen in the 1950s, building up the stone walls of the kitchen. Some house, of some house, nobody has the keys. So they're just abandoned. Yes, yes, all abandoned. It's a pity, but you know. Yeah. Oh, you can't live here. I know. You should. It, it'll be a lot of work. Restore yeah. everything. You cannot restore as you want since you have limits. Yeah. It's a so historical it's center. Yeah. So, so abundant, but very hard. We used to play in here. Oh, wow. There's like an old kitchen in there. The smell of fresh. You know, the yeah. smell of. So this is a similar, a similar fountain to the other one. Similar, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, it was covered. So this is covered. It's in, it's in like a shed type of thing. You feel the water. Wow. Wow. And uh, this is very similar to that other fountain. It's a little boat, a little toy boat here, a little toy cruise ship. But yeah, this is a very similar idea. Water has an energy. So I guess they st I guess when Sarah was younger, they they were, they st were still uh, washing clothes in here and stuff. And it's just that water that always runs. I guess from the mountain, a mountain spring, I believe. 
It's like the other ones. So in a wall, there's a circular depression, and in uh, in winter, they would they would just jam the whole hole full of butter, and then they they could just take it out. And it, I guess it was cold, and they could keep it take out take out some butter. Wow, that's really that's amazing. Yeah, because they didn't they, they wouldn't have had refrigerators. They would have yeah been best to keep it outside. This is unbelievable being here. Whew. This used to be a grocery? Yes, now all apartments. Oh, okay. Ah, your grandfather sometimes uh, sent money. Dove li mandava qui in osteria? No, non li mandava così, eh, ma sent money for all the village to celebrate. Oh, really? Yeah. So generous. E voi festeggiavate qua? Sì. And they and they celebrated into the, the unique, the only place in which they could be all together. Yeah. It was Bigina, and they celebrate here. Now oh, you, you, you cannot say, but it was. I remember when I was little. Yeah. C'era ancora il bar quando ero piccola io. Sì, sì, sì. The cafe was open. Adesso ormai è, è appartamento di. And now the owners made all apartments. Yes. I'm talking about late 80s. Okay. That sounds like something my grandfather would do: send yeah. the money back. And it's very generous. Yes, yes, it was. Everybody said. Even Emma, I never met Emma, but she she sent me a pair of gold earrings when we got married. It was very mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Anche tu sì. La cesa le verta, vedo luce le verta. Vuoi dire? No, è scritta il corso là, ma non so che. Ah no. Ah, è la chiesa? This is the church. No, non crede che sia verta. But usually it's closed. Okay. Well, they said there's uh, paintings or something on the walls. Yes. We don't have to Yeah, yeah. I've heard about this church. Yeah, they don't they don't even make celebrations here since uh, they're making less and less. Yeah. Ma adesso sono elettriche le campane? Sì. Questo era il vecchio cimitero. The frescoes are. Yeah. They told us about the, the frescoes, yeah. Yes, but the present is closed. Yeah. It's always closed. They were saying it was this was very old, right? Yes. And this was the old, old, old cemetery. Okay. Old, 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 old. Now, uh, now we used it to, to play. Yeah. Look, they have fibra ottica from Tim. Fibra optic internet from Tim. We just love Tim. Yes.
So here is the cemetery where there is, I think they scattered my grandfather's ashes, but there was a, uh, there's a memorial to him here, I believe. Yeah. I've heard of this, but I have never seen it. When I was younger, I came here with my grandparents and so on. And I spent hours just reading when they died, sometimes, sometimes how they died, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's strange, but it was so fascinating for me yeah. as a, a young girl. There's a lot of no Noras over there. Yeah. <sighs> oh. There's my grandmother and grandfather, Cavieri, Francesco Nora, Elizabeth Pinelli Nora, remembered with love. Ricordati con amore? Yes, remember. Yeah. And here, the parents of, of your grandfather. Yes. We just found a picture of, of uh, uh, Maria, right? Yes. Yeah. This is and all these were celebrate their sacrifice for the families, for the children, loving father, loving mother, for that gave themselves for the family. The sacrifice made abroad with uh, to uh, to make a better life for his family, you know. Yeah. My great-grandfather, born 1866, died 1924. My great-grandmother, born 1870, died 1919. And in, for both, the written says that life was too short and uh, didn't give them uh, the happiness of, the, of being ancient yeah. and of being quiet and happy. Both died in many, and so did your father. I'm gonna send it to my brother too. No, your grandfather died in September. Sorry. Um, yeah, the fifth was a couple days ago. Yesterday, six. Yesterday was the fifth. Yes, 
Sabah. Okay, so the names of the mountains, this is a... Uh, uh, the, the higher mountain that you see up there is the Salta, that means jump. Yeah. To jump. Since the... It's... Mm, it's naturally... <laughs> oh, look! Whoa! <laughs> Big bale of hay transported. This is the Monte Nembulo. Nembulo. I don't know what it means. Nembulo. Nembulo. And this Safai, it's called Spitz de Galina. It's the, it's like the end of the chicken. Spitz de Galina. I, that, Spitz de Galina. That phrase sounds familiar. Yeah. I think yeah. They, he Spitz de Galina. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, everybody went there to take wood. Uh, they take grass and everything. You know, they live very close to the nature yeah. and they lived of what the nature offered and uh, it was very common also I mean also pregnant women they start they live, left in the morning mm -hmm. with their backpacks with something to eat and they go and take woods and sometimes they delivered in the mountain wow. they came back with the baby wow it was like this that's crazy sure. I'm not joking it was like this yeah. it sounds so I know. impossible now right? I know we would complain, yes. we'd be crying. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't handle it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, for big baby. Yes. Motorbikes. Okay, we're back at Casa Rosa. Honey, it was a crazy day. It was amazing. Wow. I know. I can't believe this day happened. I know. So, really? so much happened uh, since we last spoke to you. We were there in Donia, and we were um, went over to several houses of people who knew my grandfather and knew my family. Uh, they were showing us pictures. In fact, we were talking about how when my grandfather, uh, they came over in the 50s they had the he had this giant car and one of them had a picture of the car I'm going to take a look at it right now uh, I took a picture of the picture of course um, but this is something that you know I sort of uh, what am I looking at here sorry photos are all messed up but all of these stories and all of these people yeah here it is I'm trying to think what model car that is yeah he parked it right in front of that house I'm sure if I, if I can post it on reddit what is this car I can find out exactly what car it was but um, yeah so so we <laughs> Sarah's husband, uh, Daniele, and uh, her two daughters, uh, I think Beatrice and uh, Isabella. Um, we, we all went out to a pizza, a place that has vegan pizza uh, called, hold on, I'll give you the name, Ula, Ula Peppa, about 15 minutes down the road. And it was really great, having great conversations, and yeah, I mean, it's, uh, 
today has been stunning for me um, just to be here to meet everyone and I do feel kind of bad that we haven't come here before yeah what were what were some of your highlights from today Denise? well it was not only seeing the town but meeting some of the people in the town and seeing feeling the warmth from them I mean going to the cemetery and seeing your grandparents grave um, seeing the house where your grandfather was born and that's where he lived his whole you know, yeah, yeah I know but the fact that he was born there and yeah. um, just seeing the old pictures and the, the whole thing was so surreal and um, yeah and with the mountains looming over yeah, us the whole I time mean, yeah. I, I said to Frank today we're going to go to sleep with the mountains hugging us tonight because these mountains are just they're they're massive. They're grand. They're not like any mountains I've ever seen. No, they're breathtaking. It's just it's just crazy. And all the pictures I've been taking, I look at the picture. I'm like, no, that's not capturing it. That's not no, capturing. No, you have to. Yeah, no photograph could capture it. Yeah. So, today has been. Uh, I would say the of all of the days on this trip so far, today has been by far the most. Of the most intense and the most uh, satisfying and uh, yeah very hard to put into words hopefully you get what I'm talking about um, you know we were yeah there was a bit of a language barrier with a lot of the people we were hanging out with uh, but of course uh, Sarah and Daniele uh, did speak English but I got such a strong impression of so many things, and then when I touched the uh, the house my grandfather grew up in, I I did seem to get some uh, some impressions. It was even a bit vivid of of sort of his childhood. Yeah, and something about. Yeah, it's just hard to describe, but how it was a long time ago, but it's also now, you know. Perceptions, perceptions. Oh, I wanted to go outside and see the stars. I want to see if I can find a spot where I can uh, see some stars. Let's go outside. It's a nice, cool night air. Oh, yeah. Definitely see a lot more stars here than back home, but... I'll always remember being on uh, Route 1 in California somewhere. And we stopped on the side of the road and uh, the stars were unbelievable. Yeah, so that's sort of what's going on here. Our plans for tomorrow. Sarah showed us a road that goes up up the mountain. One of the mountains over there. Maybe we try to see the dam. 
And then of course, it's on up to the vegan hotel. It's about three hours away from here on a drive. Good morning. It is the next day now. Thursday, September 7th, 2023. We're still here in Casa Rosa in Longorone. <clears throat> we'll be leaving soon. And uh, in my research this morning, I just found out about the Great Dolomites Road. It is apparently one of the most amazing roads in Italy, and it's pretty much on our way. It's a longer way to go uh, than going on the major highways, but apparently this is a, a road through the mountains, the Dolomites, the Great Dolomite Road. So I have my, uh, my route all set in Google Maps, and I think first we're going to head down into the town here, maybe get some coffee, and then go up here to... Uh, take a look at the dam, driving up this mountain, and then heading up to Cortina, which I know my grandparents talked about a lot. They loved going to Cortina, a town a bit to the north of here, and from there across the mountains to Bolzano, and then from there to the vegan hotel La Vimea. So it's uh, going to be a big, uh, big drive today. So, it's again going to be, I think, a very different kind of day. But yesterday was, I think, one of the most uh, intense, interesting days of my life. I mean, really, I, I know that's saying a lot, but from the start, checking out of the hotel, taking the Vaporetto boat, the little mix-up, then the train to the car rental, and then driving up here, and then meeting the relatives, meeting so many people, and it was... It doesn't sound so intense talk saying it that way, but and it's hard to describe a, a place and, and people who you sort of heard about secondhand all your life, right? So my, my grandparents always talking about this place and the people and stuff, and over the course of my fifty-five years, they've always been talking about that, and now to actually be here, it's a. Uh, yeah, sort of, it's hard, it's indescribable in a way. But yeah, you know, it just worked out that, you know, we wanted to, I wanted to think about spending more time here, but we wanted more time in Venice, and then the vegan hotel had three-night minimum, and we had to get back to work at a certain point, and it was like, we already had plans in Bari, so it was kind of unavoidable, but I think it worked out. I think it worked out. So we'll be heading out soon, and... uh We'll see you on the road. All right, we uh, went down to town and got some coffee. And we came up on this crazy road with tunnels like I've never seen before, ever. Uh, sort of like a cave with open on the right. And uh, this is the, I don't know, V-A-J-O-N-T, Vajant, Vajant, Vajant. Vajant. 
l'acqua che muove vanno a mobilitare tutta l'area che c'è dentro il canyon supposedly you have to pay for parking è una galleria del vento yeah. alla fine della galleria del Oh no, let, let me pay for the parking. Hold, you have coins? Yeah, I guess I was talking too loud, considering. I, I don't know, I can't control the volume of my voice while I'm recording this way with my earphones in. Anyway, this is utterly incredible. Parco Naturale Dolomiti Frillone. There's names here. Is this the names of all the people that died, maybe? I think it is. People that died in uh, the disaster of 1963, when, uh, after they built the dam, there was a landslide, as we talked about earlier, but seeing it now, the landslide was so extreme. Uh, uh, Sarah was telling us it was the wind that blew apart the buildings. One of the biggest disasters of this kind in, ever. I'm assuming they've figured out how to prevent it from happening again. But yeah, there's the dam over there. My phone in the car. Yeah, those are all the people that died, right? Very sad. I wonder how long it's been here for the anniversary. Yeah, this is like a mountain between two mountains up here. I left my phone in the car, unfortunately. I can't take pictures, but Denise has her phone. Yeah, a church that looks almost like an extension of uh, the church in Longarone. It has a similar style. Wow, look, the moon. The moon is beautiful, look. I know, I took a picture. You took a picture of the moon? You don't already? hear me with your earphones in. Okay. Yeah, I know you can see this on Google Maps. It's uh, Vajant Dam observation area or whatever you, you can see it but on either side are these huge mountains the moon up there mountains of the moon cold mountain water the jade merchant's daughter mountains of the moon do, 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 do. It, I mean it feels like we're in another dimension at this point it really does 
anyway, this is what it would feel like to be in another dimension. Oh, and yeah, you have to wait at a light on either side of this tunnel because it's a single lane tunnel. Oh, it does, it does give you the time of uh, how, how long it is till it, till it changes. See a little church in the same style. Oh, look at this. October 9th, 1963. The disaster. It's a little church with that, uh, the con you know, the concrete walls, a, the, a bit of a brutalist style. But yeah, here's a really good view of the dam. I'm not sure if you can see any uh, of the remnants of the landslide That's that, that was uh, 60 years ago, but sort of. Assuming it was in the course of building the dam that they created an instability that eventually caused this landslide. Not 100% sure though. But there doesn't seem to be, right, there's no water. The dam's not, right, you don't, you don't see any water, right? Or is it, I noticed also that, like, it seemed like there was a river that was completely dry. Yeah. Not sure what's behind that. happened at 10.39 at night on October 9th, 1963. There's a lot of uh, um, memorials and uh, markers here. This is the new church. Yeah, up here you can sort of see the strata of millennia, eons, in the mountain. Then way up there, up, up on the mountain, green trees and then big gray rocks. And the motorcycle completely ignores the, what? Completely ignores the red light. <laughs> that is, I guess they're just going to go head on into the oncoming traffic. I guess well, they feel they can go around. They feel like they can. Yeah, but it's, that seems a little, well, I'm sure they've done, a, done it a lot. So that's why they're doing it, but yikes. Living on the edge. 
I have a feeling the Great Dolomite Road is going to be like this, but times like a hundred. Well, I don't want to get my hopes too high because then I get disappointed. Yeah. I think it's going to blow our minds. I think so. So my grandfather was already something like 48 years old when that happened in 63. I know I heard about it a little bit growing up. But, uh, yeah, I'm assuming they got a phone call from someone. And Donia was largely un, uh, undamaged from that event as it was on the other side of the river somehow avoided it. The blast of wind. Yeah, each little flag represents a life lost in the disaster. 2,000 people. Seems like so many of them were children. Uh, so sad. Anyway, I wanted to see where we are, so we're definitely between Cortina and Bolzano. Still closer to Cortina. I don't know how to describe it. Oh, we're, we're near a town called Canaze. C-A-N-A-Z-E-I. Oh yeah, this is a big this is a big pass here, yeah. But yeah, this is unbelievable. The parking situation out there is madness as well. <laughs> Ah, yeah. 
looking around this store here. Trying to find a magnet. Yeah, the driving has been uh, wild. Ooh, cuckoo clock magnets. Yeah, it's just been a switchbacks and people passing me because I'm going too slow, I guess. And uh, what else? Bicyclists that you have to pass, and then you have to make sure there's no one coming the other way, and the roads are very thin. I'm kind of getting the hang of it, I think. That's what they got over here. A little, uh, ooh, taxidermy. T-shirts. Like a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 360 degrees. I mean, everywhere you look outside is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Truly. Oh, Kit Kat. Do they have the vegan Kit Kats? This is Europe, after all. Okay. <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah, a lot of the people we were visiting, like when Sarah was trying to explain to them in Italian, like that we were vegan, they didn't even like understand. They're like, they did not understand like what it was. Like, what? Why wouldn't you eat eggs? You know. Uh, I saw some. I wanted to. Oh, cuckoo clocks. Listen. I know a room of musical tunes. Some play, some are clockwork. Just play a couple if you wish. Like this one? Let me see. What? Uh, no, I'm trying to see. I want to get a cuckoo clock one. Do they have that? There's one there, but... That's a cuckoo clock? Oh, this one. Uh, what does it say on it? The road? Yeah. yeah uh, Falzarego. Okay. Maybe I get another one, too. You know that song? Pink Floyd. Drive you mad. All the cuckoo clock. What's that song? I know it, but I don't know the name of it. Alright. Yeah, this cuckoo clock uh, magnet I think is good. There's a few others though. Nah, let's get this one. This really is like being in another universe. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a, sort of a, gra a grandeur of nature at this level. 
Uh, I don't think I have. Hmm? Oh yeah, maybe that one. Instead of or both? Let's get both. Okay. Two cuckoo clock magnets. Why not? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm okay for now. Do you want to get something? Yeah, we can get that. Yeah. Put, put it down. Sorry. I don't have a hand. Hmm? Yeah, I guess get a water. Why not? Yeah. You can always use one. Okay, water's here and anybody else have a the other place. Looking potato chips here, Classica Amica. A fisherman's friend here. I've seen that in a bunch of places. Ricola mente di montagna, mountain mint. Che Guevara. We met a guy who uh, his name was, he was named after Che Guevara. His name is Che. Wooden spoons. Catina. Yeah. This is quite a place. Ooh, more cuckoo clock magnets. Back in the cuckoo clock department. Was oh, that the song Bike, right? Is it, is it Bike or Jug Band Blues? I think it's Bike. All right, we bought some souvenirs here. A lot, of mo a lot of motorcycles coming through and a lot of people here. A bus just unloaded here. This is uh, very crowded. But look at that, the moon, uh, a crescent almost to full, to almost to half uh, in a bright sunny day. And uh, over these incredible mountains in all directions, all different kinds of mountains in all different directions. <laughs> I hope I can get out of here. The as I said, the parking is madness. It's improvisational, yeah. Oh, I think where I am, I have a fairly easy way to get out, but I'm telling you, looking around, there's like a, a grassy hill and it has smaller mountains, but one of them is almost sort of jutting up, almost like something in Utah. And in the distance, a little bit of haze from the distance is a huge mountain. And to the left, there's almost a part of the top, which is almost like a dome or a bald head. And this one here, 
There's a little house on the top. Wow. Or a station or something. So yeah, that moon. I, Denise was saying the moon isn't coming out in the pictures. I know, I know I've talked about how I sort of feel like some people can't see the moon during the day. Like, they see it, but if they don't really see it. Anyway, we're going to uh, start moving here. Here's your souvenirs. We had a little bit of leftover pizza as, uh, while we were waiting at one of the long lights. <laughs> All right, we're going to continue on the great Dolomite Road. All right, we have driven quite a bit more, and I have to say this is the greatest drive of my life, and this is one of the most amazing experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh, it's, it's indescribable, and, and we went through this town. i got to find the name of it. Hello. Huh? Outside? <sighs> it was utterly incredible. One town we drove through before that was, uh, it was so busy that, yeah, you can do that. There's a bench facing the mountains. The town was so busy that people were parking on, look at this. People were parking on one entire side of the street, and the street is very thin anyway. Um, we would like some beer. Yeah, menu. Uh, yeah, so people were parking all on the one side of the street, and so there was this huge jam up. Like people were trying to. Uh, people were trying to, uh, you know, get past. It was crazy. But then that town we went through. These are all like super high mountains with uh, the cable cars and people doing a paragliding. Unbelievable. So now we finally stopped. We were going to stop a few miles back, but it was like so packed. This place needs a little more sedate. <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to have a beer. I, I can't drink anything driving on these roads. It's okay. It's okay. No, I, I can't. It's okay. It's not. I, I, I can't. I can't I'm even... saying it's okay. You don't have to have a beer. Okay. Why are you arguing with me? I can't even wear sunglasses. I have to have my eyes wide open and take in all of the curves and everything. I love it though. This is like, this is like a video game. This is like a virtual reality. This is like insane, unbelievable. Let me see. <laughs> Which beer? Um, uh, this is amazing. What's the name of that town? The really cool town we went through. Uh, was I'll, I'll look it up I'll look it up yeah I think it was called Cor Corvara Corvara and it's like you descend down into it and it's this incredible uh, resort town just and people yeah like paragliding and all this the, the uh, cable cars and it didn't it didn't even seem real it did not seem real And so many motorcycles. This must be like a perfect day to... And cyclists. And, yeah, bicyclists uh, just uh, everywhere. People hiking. Yeah. I guess if you have this near you. And just look at that. Look at that mountain right over there. It's just, just incredible. right there. Mm. For hundreds of thousands of years, it's just been sitting right there. Yeah, if history is real, it has been. Trying to see where we are now. Did I mess up my navigation? 
Red Hotel's Chalet Girard, the Mountain Lodge, near Plan de Gralba. So how are we, where are we related to? Where are we in the world here? So we got a, I got a non-alcoholic beer, 0% alcohol because of uh, the driving conditions. And I, I normally wouldn't drink any with driving, but, you know, obviously, but. And uh, we got a fruit salad, which does uh, seem like it could be uh, accidentally vegan. Because what can you put in it? So I'm like, with that, he's like, nix. So yeah, they uh, speak German here. I know, I'm too loud when I uh, record. Hmm. Posa di Fassa. Posa. Yeah, somehow this is off the original course, but it's better than the original course. It is off the original course? Slightly, just slightly. I can't believe that mountain over there. I mean, yeah. Posa. Posa di Fassa. Posa di Fassa. Posa di Fassa. Posa di Fassa. Yes. And then Sorry, I'm I'm wor I'm working on my uh Okay, that's that's good. That's good. That's a good route. Okay, two hours, twenty-two minutes remaining. Okay, that should be good. <laughs> Just looking to my left, there's this massive mountain over there. Huh? Look at that. Yeah. Well, we have to thank the vegan hotel. Yeah, otherwise I don't think we would have come this way. No, we wouldn't. I don't think we would have gone north of Donia. But like this is, oh, it's a good picture. This is like the best of our of our entire life, right? In terms of this type of thing. Like I've never seen anything no, even close never, to this. No, we've seen mountains, but these are mountains. <laughs> and it's not like the Alps you think of as, it's just like they're huge, like rocks sticking out of the earth. But there's also lots of trees and greenery and little villages and... It's interesting, there's, every once in a while there's a little church. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm but like 8 by 10, like it's a tiny church. Yeah, a little tiny church. 8 by, eight by 10 feet. Yeah. Mm. Maybe a little bigger, but the towns would have bigger churches, but every once in a while there'd just be a little church. Yeah. This is uh, forced by Spielbier Braure. This is my first 0% beer, I think, ever. Yeah, I think you could have got something. Huh? More enjoyable. I, I I may have if it wasn't for this. I mean, it's I really enjoy this driving. I don't but mean alcohol. Yeah. Oh, something else. All right. 
gonna have some beer and fruit. So apparently up here they speak this language that I never heard of called Ladin, L-A-D-I-N. You heard of that? La- Laden? Ladin? No, but if any of you listeners have, please write into Frank at frankattheovernightscape.com. Frankattheovernightscape.com. La- Ladin. Laden. Thank you for your support. Yes. Um, yeah, so apparently people that speak Latin also speak Italian and also uh, German. And it's only this area where they speak Latin. It's a Romance language. So, it so it's not Latin, it's Ladin. Ladin, L-A-D-I-N, yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce it. But it's uh, interesting that I never heard of it. It seems like we're beginning the trip of German and ending the trip of German. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Italy anymore. No. No, we still are in Italy. Yes, we're still in Italy. But he lived a full life. Yeah, we're talking about uh, Bob Barker. Uh, it was about a week or two ago we found out the news Bob Barker died at age 99. Yeah, I think it was August 26th. I was getting my nails done. We left for the trip on the 29th. So I was getting my nails done on the Saturday. And, um, you know, so I did the spade in New Year. I don't know. What was the saying? I don't know. I said this. Spay or new to your pads or cats and dogs? Yeah, something. So I said it, and this was like, oh, that's why someone commented on that on his post. And I'm like, really? They didn't know that? Well, I guess it's been a while since Bob Barker's been host, but... But I know a pill. I know a lot of people in in Britain also really know Price is Right. I think it was shown over there a lot. Yeah. Because there's a song by Thomas Dolby on his on his first album. I think it's Cloudburst on Shingle Street, where in the middle of the song you hear, and it's the first item up for bids on the Price is Right. It's a telephone, right in the middle of the song. So. Well, we we do Price is Right as an activity at work. Yeah. Um, it's still on TV it's you know he did it for how many years he had a full life he was 90 what 99 yeah so I mean God bless him I don't know if he had there were some negative things about him but I think overall it was positive no I forget what it was was it some was he harassing the models or something I don't know well I don't want to assume that no I was I don't know if it was anything I really don't know what were they called the Barker Babes or something what were they called Uh, I forget Barker's Beauty something right and then, uh, yeah, we just recently lost Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Which we saw on our trip, but we haven't talked about it. Yeah, because I just uh, recently, within the past year or two, became a kind of a fan of Jimmy Buffett and uh, finally sort of cracked through and understood his music and his style and um, really kind of like, you know, the whole idea of, of the whole Margaritaville lifestyle and everything. Not that I want to participate in it, but I get it. Yeah, no, it made a lot of people happy. It's happy music. Um, it's party music. Um, you know, uh, recently at work we had it was Parrot Head Day and we had a par- Parrot Head barbecue and celebrated it, which is kind of ironic. I think it's the first time I've ever done that as an activity director, and um, it's the year he passed, so that was weird. Yeah, and I think he was just touring uh, up until recently. So. Yeah, but he he was young, seventy eight. Seventy six. Seventy six, even younger. Yeah. yeah. That's young. But there is a website that has a bootlegs of most of his shows, and I, I started delving into that, but um, it's just so much, you know. And 
He was stood right by him, did a nice parade honoring him after his death. And yeah, it's pretty sad. I was pretty sad to hear that, definitely. The other side of the world from here. but I know. But life goes on, and these mountains will always be here. <laughs> South Tyrol, that's what this area is called. Tyrols, Tyrol. South Tyrol or South Tyrol? Or Tyrol. I don't know. So at this time of day, people are getting like... It seems like they're getting a lot of desserts or like malt drinks with ice cream and I don't know if it's uh, coffee or like right I don't know what they are but they it's got a, it's what around four 348 348 so yeah yeah most people are getting something sweet and coffee yeah different culture up here I guess but it's another perfect day yeah apparently this route is closed often when it's uh, bad weather or certainly in the winter yeah because yeah number one because of snow yeah yeah snow and ice and these roads are hard enough to drive on perfect wet in perfect weather well I would have thought I guess Frank prepared himself for it but these are very twisty sharp right turns you know you have to pass bicyclists motorcycles are passing you like it's just it's a little crazy it's crazy but it's for some winding. reason I, I, I've been enjoying it you know. well I think you prepared yourself for it because yeah. it's been a couple of hours and I think most people would get tired from doing this drive but I mean the views obviously help yeah and the way we're going it's just getting better and better the closer we get to Bolzano yeah and I mean, the whole thing has been amazing. I mean, they say the drive from Italy to Austria is amazing. I, if it beats this, I will just be, I would just be totally speechless in it and all because this has been so surreal, and the whole trip keeps getting more surreal as we go. I think, right? Yeah, it's just been one very different kind of experience after another. Like yesterday, with all I the mean, family stuff. And yeah, I don't know if anything could top yesterday. Nothing could really top yesterday. It was more but. emotional and. Um, but we're, I mean, this is an intense vacation. Let's put it that way. It's intense. Yeah. But yesterday was, yeah, I think it's going to take time for that to seep in because yeah. it was a lot. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. It was a heck of a lot. So. But, again, we're blessed to be on this trip. We are so gifted to be on this trip. And, um, you know, we haven't had too many trips, and this is definitely number one. And Definitely. We still have a few more days, so can't wait to see what happens. Vegan hotel. And day trips from the vegan hotel. I'm glad we stopped at this place as opposed to the other place. This place is very well run. Very very clean bathrooms. The total opposite of the bathrooms at the uh, Mestra station. What a mess. <laughs> but yeah, just this moment right now, looking at these mountains here at this the chalet. Looking at the cable cars across the way there. Yeah, it does make me question, as I'm always questioning, but perhaps a bit more than usual, what's generating, what's generating this experience, right? That's sort of the question. I guess uh, 
all options are open in terms of what it is. Purely experiential, but based on what? You know, why would it be this specific experience? But I do think that the um, <coughs> the idea of uh, an experiencer, and I, the phrase I always come back to is what pleases the observer. Imagine a completely blank slate universe, tabula rasa, right? Uh, where endless series of experiences and impressions can be uh, can be given to this experiencer and uh, those that are more pleasing would be uh, sort of more common or that is would, would, would sort of affect the future experiences and those that were displeasing would kind of be, be, be uh, brought up less and it'd be kind of a shaping thing that could explain perhaps the specifics of this uh, what I'm experiencing is what pleases the observer but um, in terms of how can there be an observer and how can there be things that are experienced and how can there be a system like that that's a tough one we're here at the vegan hotel called La Vimea in Naturno this is an area of northern Italy where they speak German just got here and uh yeah, it's over. It's over there. Well, they said just leave everything. Well, figured you can be a little trusting here. Hopefully. What did you get to drink? Beer. There's a beer. Yeah. You didn't want beer. I didn't hear her say beer. You could get beer. Can you stop her? Yeah. Ask her if I can have a beer instead. So, uh, yeah, the rest of the ride because was... Because I'm a girl. I don't think she said beer. She said oh. white wine, something infused from the garden. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, so the rest of the ride, it was really mind-blowing, amazing scenery. Slowly... Well, I was napping? Well, I'm saying since we left that place. Oh, okay. Um, it was... Uh, and then slowly sort of descending down into more normal, somewhat normal places, even though everything around here is the amazing mountains everywhere. Eventually getting on an autobahn... And uh, then uh, around here, there were like a, a lot of traffic jams and issues getting over here. Um, I really don't, I'm not familiar with this area up here, right? It's, I think it's completely German up here. So, so we just got our introduction to the La Vimea. We got our room key. Our room is the number 209. And you didn't ask for that. I did not ask for it. In no way, you shape, or form. Like, what? In no way, shape, or form did I influence us getting room two hundred nine. But this is uh, really wild. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's a breakfast buffet from seven thirty to ten thirty. Right. That's included in the price. And then at, uh, from uh, uh, seven to eight thirty is the start of the dinner, which is a was a three three course five course dinner. That's different every night. And then they also can make you a um, a vegan lunch bag to take away if you're going somewhere. So we plan on doing some day trips. And uh, Yeah, and if we can't find 
Yeah, I, we didn't know about the lunch, so that's great. Yeah, it's great. She said it's hard to find vegan but food I'm around sure, here, which yeah, I'm sure it is. I don't is. know, because it's going to be so much food at breakfast and lunch. I don't even know if we need, I mean, at dinner. I don't even know if we're going to need lunch. A five-course dinner scares me. I hope you're hungry, because you're probably going to have to eat a lot of my food. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this is such a nice place. We're outside on a sort of a terrace here. All the tables set up. Everyone gets their own uh, assigned table. There's a pond back there you can swim in. An outdoor sauna. This is a very fancy place. <coughs> Fancier than I'm used to, at least. But uh, to be in a place where all the food is vegan is uh, incredible, considering how much we struggle. Right, we went to the only vegan restaurant in Bari, the only vegan restaurant in Venice. We're not starving. No. Nah. We're not struggling. Room 209, though. <laughs> it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Yeah, so all of our fellow diners, many people have come out here to eat. The tables are set up with uh, facing the, uh, the pond. Two chairs. So the tables are like diamonds, you know, that kind of shape. Like a square, but turned 45 degrees with two chairs on each, because I'm assuming pretty much just couples come here. It's an adults-only resort. And everyone's coming in to have their evening meal, which we're going to as well. We just have to go upstairs and settle in. And we'll be out here too, but we are already out here. We're at kind of the uh, edge table here. I'm not used to this, it's a strange strange experience to be at a resort but we had to go to the vegan resort. Am I being loud? Can you hear me? No, you're low enough. I'm low enough? Okay. It's good if I can't hear you, no one else can, thank goodness. Okay, I can do this. This is whispering <laughs> as well. Why are we whispering? But yeah, I was you know, saying like there's such a variety of Okay, such a variety of tones and textures on this trip, and this is just yet another one. It's wild, and room 209. <laughs> Somehow we have a, 209 is the sunroom. We have our own deck out here. With there's, uh, like, there's like balconies, right? I'm like, yeah. do, we, do we have a balcony? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It's a whole little patio. It's our own patio, and the view out here is incredible. To the left, the... the Green Mountain with all the trees, all the way over these mountains in the distance. Beautiful because it's uh, getting towards dusk. Mountains all around us. Oh, what's that? It's a feather. <gasps> a feather just fell. You know this, what that means. What? What, is, what does the feather falling mean? A little white feather, a little tiny white feather, maybe. Well, they say it's someone letting you know that they're here. Mm. Well, the f a little f white feather falling, room 209. Is, Having our own deck, it's all very uh, strangely symbolic. And the day we had today, I have to say, like that, I, I literally cannot put that drive into words. Every turn. Oh my God! Wow. I, I mean, yeah. And what's the, what's the name of that show on HBO that you were referencing? Uh, I don't know. The one where everyone goes to this like health Nicole resort. The Kidman's that on it. I don't know, but it's it's kind of. Uh, I never saw it, but it's about yeah. people going to a health resort. Kind yeah. Of like, 
And that's why I said to him, I said, I f- it feels like that HBO show. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I half watch things because I fall asleep. I can, I, yeah, I can't remember it, but yeah, apparently there's a ton of stuff to do around here. I'm, I'm completely at a loss for this area of Noturno in, uh, and I think some of the relatives were saying that we're going to Mo- Moreno because there's all these signs on the Autobahn for Moreno oh, okay. as, as opposed to Murano. Um, but yeah, this is utterly beautiful out here. It's just absolutely beautiful. I, it's, uh, it's very hard to describe. Well, maybe they may not have it because they're environmental. <laughs> well, then we've got a problem. It's gotta, yeah, it's got to be here somewhere, but maybe it's not, actually. <laughs> no, they have to have it. Come on. Yeah, this is uh, quite quite un, uh, unexpected. I don't know if... I, don't, and I guess people were dressed at different levels of formality out there, so we're just going to do our best. We don't, I don't have much clothes left. Uh, temperature less. Level, level four, there we go. Level three. Did you find it? Yeah. Here's the panoramic of that. I did a panoramic. Yeah. Oh, look at sides. this. Wow. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Whew. Well, this is really quite cool. Uh, let me see if this thing is going on. Oh, that's no, that's like a heater, a heater thing. I don't know what's going on with this air conditioning, but I think it gets cooler here at night. It does, but right now it's pretty warm in here. Yeah. Let's see. Ah, here's just the mild hands. Mm-hmm. What? Right, we had our dinner, and now I'm on the uh, the deck here. You can see quite a few stars. That looks like Mars. Very. Whoa, it just disappeared. What? It wasn't Mars. It was a light on the mountain, and as soon as I pointed at it, it disappeared. Yeah. Now, if you stare up, you can. I just saw a shooting star. Really? Yep. I, I missed it. If you stare up, you can keep seeing stars, 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 stars. I know. You can see a lot more stars here. It's kind of similar to in New Mexico. Uh, we saw like a ton of like oh, yeah. satellites and stuff. And we saw a good amount of stars on Route One too. Yeah. In, uh, in that was even more than this, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. But this is pretty. The more I look, the more I see. Yeah, there's a lot of stars here. There's a twinkling star there. You know, twinkle, twinkle, little star. You see it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like twinkling all different colors. It doesn't seem. Normal. I've seen I've seen that before though. I want my room to be as cool as it is out here. Well, they don't have air conditioning here, so they gave us a fan. But I do like these stars though. Puppies. Yeah. Bugs. What kind of bugs? I don't know what kind that is, like a silverfish or something? I guess so. I don't yeah, know. We saw some sil- actual, like the little actual silver, silver, sil- silver colored silverfish, like in the, the basement and like the, the rotted books really? and stuff, yeah. 
yeah, my parents' basement, and there was like a lot of boxes of like paperbacks that had been severely water damaged, and there were silverfish in there. I guess generations of them feasting on the dead, decaying, wet, <laughs> I guess, organic matter of the uh, the books that was once a tree, supposedly. Yeah, this is quite a strange time and place. Where's, where is that uh, feather that fell? <laughs> it was over here. I was looking that up. It's supposed to represent like good luck or some sort of angels watching over you or some, some such thing. Room 209 though, that really... <laughs> How's that for a topper? That's wild. I mean, today has been an intense day. I mean, I would say absolutely. Um the most intense driving day I've ever had in terms of just the driving itself, of driving the car. And strangely, like, I didn't find it, I didn't find it, uh, what would you say, so nerve-wracking as, it, it was sort of nerve-wracking, but I just found it really enjoyable. Ooh, these chairs are heavy. I'm going to bring them over here. i lean back in this chair and look at the stars. Yeah, Naturno kind of sounds like noc Nocturno, you know? Is this like, does this lean back? Or? Mm, I don't know. Doesn't it sound like Nocturno? Like the city of night? Well, there is Night City in uh, Cyberpunk, that video game I used to play. Well, let me see if I can make this lean back. What is this? There's a little doorway off of our uh, deck here. What does it lead to? Oh my god. What the hell? Put the light on my uh, phone. Oh my god, it's like a inside like a ceiling crawl space. That's very strange. There's a, there's a crawl space out here. Huh? There's a crawl space. What? Crawl space. Come look. <laughs> you don't want to no it's like a little door it's a storage it's a storage space huh? it's a storage space I don't think it's supposed to be unlocked but it's like a storage space why is that woman chained up in that place? now come on <laughs> it's cool though right Do these chairs go back? I thought, why did I think they... They should, no? They don't... I thought they had like a mechanism to go back. Right, why did they that? What's the secret of the chair? Yeah, this one's gone back a little bit. Is there, is there a thing? Or? Yeah, it's weird. One chair goes back more than the other. There's something wrong with that chair. So I can like lean back and look at the stars. Yeah, it was a bit of a strange experience. The uh, the dinner, it was quite good. I would say that the uh, the food here is like uh, 
very good thus far, but not like great in terms of like a nine or a ten, maybe some sevens and eights. But good though. It seems like it's kind of a holdover from COVID. They have little QR codes on the table to show you uh, the menus. But I know there's a uh, environmental stance also, or an environmental angle to this place. So it helps save paper, AKA silverfish food. <coughs> I mean, I suppose it makes sense that veganism and environmentalism are linked. I don't know personally that I would need them to be linked, but I just know there's certain kinds of foods I don't want to eat that contain animal matter. It's that simple. <coughs> A five course meal, we got the rainbow boost, a mix of leaves, fermented vegetables, fruits and seeds, and homemade kombucha, which was quite good. The homemade kombucha, the salad was okay. Fresh saffron quinoa with sun-dried tomatoes, parsley, mayo, and roasted chanterelle mushrooms. <coughs> that was arranged in like a circle with like this green liquid in the middle. That was actually really good. Trip to Greece was like a, a cream of fennel soup, essentially. They call it fennel cream, dehydrated olives, mint, and orange. That was quite good. And then the spelt lasagna. <coughs> Sunflower seed ragu. Plant-based demi-glace, crunchy leek, almond parmesan, parmesan. That looked quite good as well. Then the ice cream, a sesame and chai latte ice cream, <coughs> coconut sponge cake, caramelized rice. I was wondering what that was. I think caramelized rice is sort of like Rice Krispies. And a lemon balm, B-A-L-M, not B-O-M-B. That'd be kind of cool to give you a dessert with like this like a lemon but with a fuse coming out of it <laughs> you know like what it's a, oh, it's a lemon bomb don't worry about it it only blew up a little yeah <coughs> but just ah uh, just what a weird day what a weird trip what an amazing trip this is this this is a weird this is an intense trip this is like i was thinking of that line from repo man this is intense Repo man's always intense. But yeah, this place, like, uh, they keep the lights off on all the floors, you know, the, the hallways with the, the room doors. And then a motion detector, if you walk in, it'll turn the lights on. So I got in the elevator, I accidentally hit four instead of two for some reason. And the fourth floor door opens, and it's, like, very dark in there. It's just the light from the elevator shining on a huge like wardrobe like a huge cabinet kind of thing <laughs> it kind of seemed like the kid the, the wardrobe from narnia so you open the door and you go to narnia it's a weird darkened corridor it's very awesome yeah i don't know it's a definitely i feel like the uh the fanciness is not quite our speed but Having vegan food is definitely our speed. But I think we'll get something out of this uh, experience here. This balcony is amazing, really. Um, it has like a brown tile floor, and, and it's on the side of the building, so it's sort of like 
the, you know, the angled roof is to the left and right of here. And, uh, and these chairs, at least one of which works, the other one seems to be a bit busted. Yeah, I can dig it. I can really dig it. Tomorrow we can do whatever we want. We're probably going to go somewhere. I was thinking, you know, Disneyland. Like, wait a minute. We're like near those countries, Germany and France and stuff. Dis Paris Disneyland. I looked it up. It's a ten and a half hour drive from here. A bit, a bit far. A bit too far, unfortunately. <coughs> you know, to have breakfast and then go to Disneyland and come back. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. And then during the dinner, they were playing songs, kind of low, but one of the songs they played was Harvest for the World. When will there be a harvest for the world? Harvest for the world. Right? By the Eilie Brothers, I guess that's how you pronounce that. I don't really know much about the Eilie Brothers, the Eilie Brothers, but... <laughs> Whoa! Jeez. Oh, the chair is in its final form now. Okay. You okay? Yeah. Honey. That chair is busted, but this chair kind of fell, it fell down. This is what I wanted. I want to be able to look at the stars. <laughs> so I guess it does do that. These chairs, man, these are not uh, fancy chairs. Honey, you scare me. I wonder if they got them at Le Roi Merlin. Honey, where'd that boy go? I don't know. Anyway. So the Eilie Brothers, this song, Harvest for the World, and uh, I only really know it because um, Power Station covered it, you know, the Duran Duran offshoot band around 1985 with uh, Robert Palmer. And one of the lines is, Troops prepare for battle when all we want is peace. And I misheard it as, Trash the airport meadow. So I use that phrase for so many things, like trash the airport meadow. I always thought that was a, a cool, like, concept. Like there's a meadow next to an airport, which there are a lot of airport meadows, I suppose, depending on how you define meadow. Um, and uh, you could, like, trash it. <laughs> like, how do you trash a meadow? Like, kick up the dirt or, <laughs> you know, like, throw garbage on there, you know? So I had like Trash Am Records, remember that? Uh, Airport Meadow was like one of these, one of the, I think one of the cities in the little world of racetracks. And yeah, like a whole thing, Trash the Airport Meadow. Yeah, it was in like my poetry and stuff. It's an interesting, uh, whoa, I th is that a, no, it's not a shooting star, it's, what the hell is that? I guess this is an airplane. Let me put my glasses on. I'm not going to make much progress with that. Yeah, it's an airplane, I believe. It's hard to talk in this, like sitting in this position. All right, I want to see shooting stars. Yeah, that's definitely an airplane, I think. But yeah, in New Mexico, we saw satellites going by. What can I see? Right, let, me, let me stare at the sky for a while. It's not even like 10 seconds later and I saw one. I saw one. 
brief shooting star. Alright, let's see. You wanna see any more? just feels like about this whole scenario you know like where we are right now what get the sky whatever everything about it, it just feels like there's something on the edge of my consciousness about this whole situation I mean obviously the what does that sound it sounds like the like a ding for like a game show that you got the answer right I mean the most upfront concept is that what I'm experiencing right now is the result of that it's a kind of a simulation, right? It's not real that I'm plugged into some sort of device and I'm experiencing this stuff, but it's not, you know, it's sort of a sub-reality within another reality. Which I think I've kind of accepted at some level. I mean, obviously I don't know, but if I had to guess, I think it's greater than a 50% chance that I'm, I'm in a simulation right now. I mean, I think that's... But then again, we define simulation. It may be something akin to a simulation, but not like a, the Matrix or something. I, I, can't, I can't talk in this angle. i got to sit up. At least I saw one shooting star. Come on. I don't want to talk too loud because there may be other people. Staying nearby, I don't want to disrupt them in late at night. This seems like a real chill place, you know what I'm saying? Airplane. Oh, I guess I could look at that flight tracker app. Yeah. Let's see what that airplane is. I have the flight tracker. I should try to go in that, that wardrobe on the fourth floor by the elevator. Go to Narnia or something, man. Go to Narnia. Here's the flight 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 radar twenty-four. Can you figure out where I am? I'm in South Tyrol. <coughs> Sounds like some place Corwin would have gone to in uh, the Amber series. I'm not on the Wi-Fi yet here. We've been staying so many places. I must have some so many Wi-Fi things. And that <coughs> and the phone I'll never use again. No, I'm not in Jersey. Let me scroll over to the old Europe thing over here. What the hell? That's Newfoundland. Come on. This is the Italy. Oh yeah, you can see the, the Dolomites and the Alps and stuff here. Mm -hmm. Bolzano, that's good. That That's okay. Murano, okay. As opposed to Murano, this Murano. And then here is Noturno, baby. Yeah. Man, there's not that many planes around here. We have a KLM city hopper going from Amsterdam to Bologna. That may be the one I saw. I don't know.
night flight to Bologna. Further out we have a Kenya Airways flight from Paris to Nairobi. <coughs> and then one that passed by. Finn Airs from Brindisi to London. Where the hell is Brindisi? I don't even know where that is. Where's Brindisi? Let's see, Brindisi. <coughs> It's a city in Italy, okay. And in the Adriatic Sea. Oh, it's actually probably not far from Bari, actually. Yeah. It is, yeah, a bit to the south of Bari. Yeah. Yeah, we hit a, hit a few toll roads, and uh, you know you have the, like whatever the equivalent of Easy Pass is over here, but they only have one lane for that. But I'm assuming it works in all lanes. Um, but then you have, uh, I guess, otherwise you got to get a ticket, like on the Turnpike, right, the New Jersey Turnpike, and then you have to like, it sucks the ticket in to this little <coughs> device, and then you got to pay. And I think you, one of them was there were credit card only lanes and then cash and credit card lanes. But this one, the next one, had like on the Autobahn had, uh, and they were calling it Autobahn because they speak German up here. I guess it just means like Turnpike or something. Parkway. <laughs> um, you put the thing in and then this little like hopper pops out. You can put some Euro coins or... You can just sort of throw, there's a thing where you can just sort of touch your credit card there. And it's really cool. Like when you buy things here, it's like uh, you just have to touch your credit card and it just like, it beeps and then it, it's like done. Right. It's very, it's very easy to buy things with credit card here, <coughs> you know, and you keep hold of your credit card the whole time. They don't ever take it. They just let you tell you, oh, tap it on this thing. So that's good. I found that very easy. And also using euros. Everything's like usually an even amount. So the money here is a little more easier to use. But yeah, looking at the sky, there's something just... I don't know what... I, don't, I can't really put my finger on it. It's just something off about the scenario, the narrative right now. I, I, I can't get it though. I can't resolve it in my mind. So yeah, then after paying all those tolls, only two tolls, I don't think they're that much, then I got into this, I, I was getting close to this place and it said toll. I'm like, oh God, another toll. But it was the town called Toll. You know, the O with the two dots over it. Toll or Toll, Toll, Till. Whatever freaking diphthong is associated with those two dots. And that'd be a good band name. The freaking diphthongs. <laughs> it's not a good name. It could be a good name. <coughs> 
anyway, I mentioned there was a picture. I think I mentioned this. Yeah, there was a picture of the car my uh, my grandfather brought over um, from the U.S. to Europe back in the fifties. And uh, so I got a, I took a picture of the picture. I think I mentioned that one of the relatives we or friends or relatives we mentioned they had a picture. I think she was much younger back then. I had a picture with her in the car. And it's pretty, I mean, it, you only see part of the car. So I went on Reddit and posted uh, to uh, the subreddit, what is this car? And very quickly, someone said, that looks like a 1957 Chrysler Crown Imperial. And I did some, and he, he posted a picture and I did some cross-referencing. It definitely was that. Uh, so that would have been the 1957 trip, not the 1954 trip. Um, yeah, that makes total sense because 1957 model year would have come out the previous fall in theory, right? This would have been the following summer, summer of 57. So, yeah, look up 1957 Chrysler Crown Imperial. That's the car he was driving around Europe. I cannot imagine. I mean, uh, these roads are so thin and, like, it's madness out there. There's, like... The motorcycles are constantly passing everyone coming into your lane. There's bicyclists in every lane. I feel like there's a few close calls here and there, but everything seems smooth. It's just weird. I, I, so I sort of have talked about, like, um, like it, you can sort of, in a way, sort of plug into the morphic resonance of the other drivers on the road. What would have, <coughs> what should have seen much more frightening. I just sort of felt like I was in the groove for driving on the great Dolomite Road. <coughs> really interesting. And then the car we have, what is it? Toyota CHR or something? Hybrid? It was interesting. I never drove a hybrid before. We 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 drove a ton and we only used up a half a tank of gas. But then when you open the door at night it projects a Toyota logo like on the the Toyota CHR logo on the ground. That's kind of interesting. I'm assuming you can customize it so it can project other things on the ground. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if that's like a common thing. Cars that project their logo on the ground. <laughs> hmm. I just paused and did some research. Here's a question from 2018. What's your opinion on those door light projectors that project a logo on the ground when you open the door? Why have I never run into these before? This is 2018. Just want a general opinion. I know many people think they're stupid. I'm thinking about installing them myself and changing the logo to something funny. So it's less silly, but the best I've seen is a Batman insignia. Anyone know where I can buy these projector slides and swap out? Hmm. Uh, I'll try. Um, my car had them as a dealer ad, and I didn't even realize it. Hmm. Yeah, this was the logo for the model, the car model.
anyway, I, I had never really, I don't think I saw that before. It's kind of a good idea though. I like it. Oh, something I observed on uh, one of the Vaporetto boats in Venice, I didn't mention yet, was, uh, yeah, I think it was on the boat actually out to uh, Murano or Burano, one of those. I think maybe it was the boat from Murano to Burano. Um, this guy was uh, on his phone. I saw him playing a Hearthstone Battlegrounds. It's a game I do. I mean, I play Hearthstone still, and I do play Battlegrounds sometimes, which is a sub game inside there. But he also, at the same time, on the left side of the screen, he was reading like a manga in uh, in Italian, and scrolling. So he had like this dual screen thing going on, and because uh, you know Battlegrounds has a lot of downtime. If you ever played Battlegrounds, it's like a <coughs> I don't even know what they call that that genre. An auto battler. It's actually pretty good. So somehow he configured his phone to to read manga and uh, play <laughs> Battlegrounds at the same time. I, I'm like, that's brilliant, and I can totally relate. I would do that. Because I love both those things. Anyway, I think I'm running out of energy here. I want to see another shooting star, though. It's got to look up. Anyways, thanks so much for patching into this episode of the Overnightscape Italia Quattro, the fourth episode. So it's Thursday, so... Ooh. Bells. What time is it? Four. So it's ten o'clock. Five. <laughs> Wait a minute. Only four? Ten o'clock? Ooh. You hearing it? following that one could it be four bells means a time is coming up and then you listen to the number of times the bells ring for the for the hour yeah but they use a different method here it's not 10 o'clock this is like 22 o'clock or uh, I actually wrote down some of the uh, the meanings of the uh, like in Italian how you say like 22 they don't really say 22 o'clock they say like uh, le ventitre or the ten. Oh no, that's eleven. Ten o'clock is le ventidue. And like when I made reservations, I had to say le ventuno, nine p.m. So like six p.m. would be the sixteen, or yeah, or the eighteen. Le Dicciotto, the 18. 7 p.m. is the 19. Le Dicciotto, 8 p.m. is the 20. Le 20. Hey, let's get together at the 20. 9 p.m. is the 21. 
10 p.m. is Le 22, and 11 p.m. is Le 23. So when they have the, the bell would have to ring like 22 times or something. Oh, but it rang four times, two and two. Does that mean 22? The codes just don't work. They just don't match up. Anyways, as I said, thanks so much for patching into this episode of the Overnight Escape. Our fourth Italy episode. As uh, you've been hearing, this has been uh, quite an experience for us. And it's still going. I don't even know where we're going to go tomorrow. We're going to figure it out. <coughs> I guess not Disneyland, though. That's too far away. Could, I, could we take like a real early morning flight to Paris? And nah, It sounds like a lot of rigmarole getting over there. Can't do it. Can't go to Disneyland. What am I hearing? Anyways, yes, uh, this is the Overnightscape. I'm your host, Frank Edward Nora, and we're here on OnSug Radio, broadcasting from inside a book. Let's go to OnSug.com for all the information. O-N-S-U-G.com, that's short for the Overnightscape Underground. Ooh. Okay, th- now we're talking. If Denise turned the lights off the inside, and now I can see a lot more star stuff going on here. Star stuff. Remember, uh, Carl Sagan was like, we're made of star stuff. The matter in our bodies was uh, created in uh, supernova explosions. All right, this is now, the sky is serious now. Excuse me, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Do, 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 do. Yes, anyways. Uh, you go to onsug.com. You can uh, buy a copy of the book, the print book from 2021. A new version should be coming out later this year. You can download a PDF of the book as it was printed or the updated version for free. Please do. And we are a non-commercial project. We don't make any money on this stuff. We have a very unique style, and we're very focused on people listening in both the near and far future. Your voice can be in the archive. Just uh, check out Overnightscape Central. Each week, a new topic is put out by Mr. PQ Ribber out in Truth of Consequence, New Mexico, on the other side of the world from me now. What time is it there? It's 10 p.m. here, so it's... 2 p.m. there in T or C. Truth of Consequence, New Mexico. Wow. Mind-blowing, this time stuff. We're made of star stuff. Oh, I think I just saw another shooting star. I'm seeing it, man. Anyway. Yeah, after I finish here, I'm just going to stare at the sky for a while. It's pretty groovy. I mean, I really don't have an opportunity to do this ever. If I tried to lay it in my backyard, I would see two stars. I'd probably see, like, Venus and Mars, and that's about it. Here, it's a clear night. Billions and well, maybe not, not visible, but hundreds of, at least of stars I can see. Yes, but anyway, please do uh, 
and and think about it. The overnight, the Unsug Radio is a is a project that needs your help. You may be in the year, not too far in the future, but maybe in the year twenty two, twenty two, one of those kind of years. And uh, maybe you just stumbled across this. Well, maybe you will be the person to help revive interest in it in your time period. Uh, we currently have over fourteen thousand hours of files in the archive. Uh, but the, I'm sure there'll be more by the time of the year 2222. But yeah, do what you can to help perpetuate this project. It's really meant to uh, uh, essentially, I mean, I know it sounds corny, but I as a gift for the people of the future from us here in the past, right? It's really that simple. I, I feel like I've heard, especially the Gene Shepherd archive, but other things from the past that were so important to me and enriched my life and so many ways, because there were people in the past that were able to give their perspective on things that are no longer available, and it meant so much to me. Maybe our words can mean a lot to people in the future. And I love the idea of that, just the thought of it, that I can um, do something that will be meaningful to people in the future. It feels like a Worthy purpose. <laughs> a worthy purpose. Why does that sound wrong? It's a worthy purpose. It sounds evil. It's not evil. It's the epitome of good, is it not? Anyway, you know what I'm saying. And now, staring up at the sea of stars here in the south Tyrol, the fictional sounding. What is it, a county? Is it a state? What the heck is it? You may find the answer here, in the other side. Come on, shape it up, you guys. Vince! Hey! I didn't know you were back. Hey, come on. I never expected you to be up working. <laughs> well, the academy didn't change you, but... Oh, I almost forgot. There's a battle going on right here in our system. Not again. Come Forget up. it. What's all the noise about? Can you come back down here and play the game? I think Wormy's caught too much sun. There they are. Let me see. That's no battle, hotshot. They're just sitting there. Probably afraid to tank your refueling. But there was a lot of firing earlier. Hey! I tell you, Luke, the rebellion's a long way from here. This planet? Big hunk of nothing. I doubt if the Empire would even fight to save the system. 
You watch it. Don't worry about it, Wormy. the wildest, sexiest, craziest, most intellectually stimulating movie of the year. I promise to do everything within my power, using all my abilities, talents, and assets to win every man on campus. So help me hot! When you've got the hot... You've got everything, and everybody is out to get the hot. Hots stands for hold on to Take one. Really? <laughs> Oh, pest control, miss. I'm looking for bugs. I'm in here. Far out! Split football! Ronnie the robot. Does he do windows? I do not do windows. Oh. He must touch it with two hands! I think I'm going to be sick! We'll have to disperse. I told you they'd break this joint. It's real cool. It's real crazy. Hot.
It'll make your temperature rise. Everyone knows what hot stands for, and it's disgusting. Gentlemen, ready to order? Yeah. <laughs> I want a happy ending. I want a happy ending without banana. Uh, this is Screwed up banana. menus in this place. Look and at this. I want it without pineapples. Well, what do you okay. want on it? We can make them any way uh, you want it. Uh, just give me a happy ending. The the uh, the, the green you want, one. Uh, the green okay, one no. We have this good. Let us order first. Okay. We'll have uh, 50 hamburgers. What are you, a trainee? He's a trainee! Can we, can yeah. we get him a real waiter? Oh, actually, uh, back off. That's cute. I'm told by my manager that these things cost $1.35. Yes, $1.35. And friendly restaurant is a... Unfriendly restaurant is a cheap place. Um, <laughs> so if I lose this, then they take it out of my pay. So oh, I, I really appreciate it. What do you miss here now? This is too bad. Yeah. 201 plus tips. <laughs> 201. We're oh, not getting any tips from us. Chief slime okay, so you wanted the uh, friendly Frank and any rings? And no, I want a sirloin burger. A sirloin burger. Yeah. With with fries. And you want the sirloin burger rare. And onion rings. Yes. And onion rings. Okay. And you wanted. I'll have the same thing, thick bag. Hey, this isn't really friendly, yeah, okay. is it? Yeah, it is. What do you want? Oh, Actually, I thought it was a UC. I don't know. 
<laughs> okay. People in this place. And you wanted the um, Clambo platter. No, I wanted the, the uh, three soups. What are you soups again? Uh, there's a clam chowder, man had a clam chowder, chili, and, okay, hold on a second, I'm taking an order. Don't and, listen to uh, them, you're with us right now, you get paid to serve us. Okay, water. who's going to tip more? Water. Yeah, I'll tip. Hey, how much, how much, how much? Hey, get over here. Where's your manager? I want to see your hey, manager. Hey, I'm in this to make money too, guys. Whoever can give me the best tip, I'll wait on them first. I don't want to hear the crap. Get your manager, now. What are you getting? What are you getting, Shirley? Same thing, big man. Easy. Uniform, buddy. I saw, I saw her standing there. It was written uh, in almost entirely by you. But John once told me he put in one word, which, yeah. which, which sort of made it right. Yeah, that's it. And well, it no, he, 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 actually, what happened was he took out one word, which, <laughs> which would have made it very wrong. The first two lines, I, I, I did it going home in a car one night, and so I wasn't really thinking too much about it. The first two lines originally were she was just 17 and she'd never been a beauty queen, which sort of just sounded like it rhymed to me. How could you ever write a line like she's a never beauty queen? <laughs> well, you try writing a song going along in a car and you just, you know, you sort of think of things like that. Anyway, when I saw it the next day and played it through to John, I realised that it was a useless line, you know. 
So we just sat down and tried to think of another line which rhymed with 17 and meant something. We eventually got, you know what I mean, which means nothing. <laughs> means completely nothing at all. I mean, if you can work out she was just 17, you know what I mean. On the other hand, it's, it's not an embarrassing line as Beauty Queen hand, would have been. No, on the other hand, it, it could be sort of a deep and involved line. You know what I mean, those 17-year-old girls, you know, great. And, you know what I mean? Mm. You see? Or That's just a Liverpool expression, as it were, Derek. That's what I thought, a Liverpool expression, yeah. A lot, oh, yeah. Of, a lot of your songs could actually be uh, <clears throat> conversation pieces in Liverpool. You know, she loves you, uh, you know, I saw her yesterday and that sort of thing. Yeah, actually, there was some fella in England thinking of doing that, actually. Speaking our songs. Just, he was going to, called John Junkin, you know him, he was in our last film, he's played Shake, the road manager. Yes. And he wanted to do a record <coughs> of something like, you know, uh, She Loves You. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Etc. Yeah, it's probably work, I think. It might do, you know. It seems to me it might be the only thing left to do now. Uh, <coughs> Talk the Beatles. An explana yes, exploitation of Beatle material. promise you an interesting cast, remember? They're interesting because they're doing something important, something you could be doing in the days ahead, because our government will be encouraging communities to expand solar energy programs. We can join the pioneers who are already learning to use wind or hydroelectric or biomass or the direct rays of the sun as another source of energy. The Secretary of Energy has said that there will be a great adventure for this country as we move into the next century and as we turn increasingly to renewable sources of energy as a replacement for fossil fuels. At the end of that great adventure, solar energy will take its place as a vital and long-term energy source. 
These small-scale, decentralized technologies have to be combined with energy conservation. If we can be more efficient, we won't have to produce as much energy, thereby helping the environment, reducing our dependence on foreign sources, and making our society far less vulnerable to natural or man-caused disasters. Decentralized energy technology is, by its very nature, community-based. Contact the people in your community who are pioneering this great adventure. For further information about alternative energy technology, contact the United States Department of Energy, Technical Information Center, Oak Ridge, Tennessee, 37830. If you don't stay inside the Walt Disney World Resort, you won't be getting the best possible Walt Disney World vacation. Staying in one of Disney's own resort hotels lets you make the most of the magic. You're right in the heart of all the fantasy and excitement. And complimentary boats, trams, shuttles, motor coaches, and monorails make getting around all part of the fun. When you're tired after a hard day and you're dragging around, you just come right back on the monorail and you're home. We have a choice of the monorail or the ferry, and the ferry is very convenient for us because it's right down a few steps from our front door. And they have easy access to all the parks. The buses are all coded. It's very easy to get around here. 
Accommodations are available year-round inside Walt Disney World. Dozens of unique resort hotels are available. You can pick and choose from every size, shape, theme, and price range. Disney's Grand Floridian Beach Resort Hotel exudes Victorian charm in its most regal form. I mean, it's really huge. It's immense, and it's old-looking. It's not that modern look about it. It's got the... Uh, well, it's just super, that's all. I just feel like Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> Without the long dress, really. It's just beautiful. The monorail fast forwards right into the futuristic concourse of Disney's contemporary resort hotel. It envelops you with all the energy and excitement of an ultra-modern city. The fun extends from the beach shores up 15 stories to the top-of-the-world dinner show. The Luau Dinner Shows at Disney's Polynesian Resort Hotel also enjoy rave reviews. We just finished with Mickey's Tropical Review. What a show. What a pampered way of life. Imagine your greatest South Seas fantasy. And Disney's Polynesian Resort makes it all come true. It's like you're a thousand miles away. And yet you can beam into the fun anytime you please with the monorail right outside your door. Besides bread, we need a woman to appreciate what we have to offer. Freddie Shute loves to cut class, hates to do homework, lives for summer vacation. But Freddie, you're a semi-charming guy and a real snappy dresser. You're just not the kind of guy I date anymore. Yeah? What kind of guy are you dating now? Oh, the kind who wears socks. And the only reason he hasn't been expelled yet is because he's the gym teacher. Oh, Mr. Shoop. At Oceanfront High. Congratulations. You 
you've been chosen to teach summer school. No, I'm not a real teacher. That's all right. These aren't real students. They're unmotivated, irresponsible, not too bright. They'll relate to you. You in this class too? Mm-mm. I'm teaching it. No. no way! Right off the bat, you show them who's in charge. Hmm? Please take your seats. Where should we take them? Who is in charge? I recommend this time, I pass. You're gonna do well, Jerome. I can feel it. I've seen some new students. Very scary. There's a very valid reason for summer vacation. The human brain needs rest. I know you guys aren't exactly fired up about English. We're stuck here. We're trapped like rats. Tension breaker had to be done. Mark Harmon. You need an intelligent, sensitive man who can skate. Kirstie Alley. Do you know such a guy? Oh, they're hard to find. In the Oceanfront High Summer School Class of 87. They're as smart as you and me. You and I. All of us. Paramount Pictures presents a new film by Carl Reiner. Summer School. I love this film. It had Plucky spirit. Dave, I agree with you. Thumbs up from me. Same here. To sum it up, I'm Jansaw. I'm Dave. We'll see you at the movies. As you know, these broadcasts from the Lux Radio Theater are quite an event in Hollywood. And among our many friends here tonight is one of the greatest stars of the silent pictures. I admired her from afar when she was doing such magnificent spectacles as Cleopatra. And I was just an extra. Today she is the wife of one of our leading film directors. I've known her for many years as a most charming and gracious lady. And I want you to meet her now, Miss Theda Barrett.
Thank you, Woody. Uh, Hollywood entertainment has certainly developed amazingly since I was making pictures. Yes, everything's different now. As you and I know, before pictures grew up and started to talk, we had to translate all emotion into pantomime. Oh, you may think you have trouble today, but do you remember the difficulties we had working with a split screen? We had to express jealousy, hate, love, or devotion, all in pantomime, and at the same time keep pace as the director guided us with a one, two, three, four, just as a metronome guides a pianist. Pantomime has always been one of the greatest arts. And may I say, Miss Vera, I've always thought that you were one of the greatest masters of that art. Oh, you're very kind, Woody. We worked awfully hard making those pictures. For instance, in making Cleopatra, we had no research department at the studio. I worked myself for months with the curator of Egyptology at the Metropolitan Museum in New York. It was great fun, though. I understand, Miss Vera, you're going to make some radio appearances. Yes, I am. And I'm also going to do some motion picture work. Oh, that's good news. I'm considering an offer now, running through scripts and ideas. Oh, I just hope everyone will be as happy about another field of our picture as I am. The public has been very good to me in the past. And I know they'll be awfully glad to see you again. I'm sure it'll be a great thrill not only seeing you, but hearing your voice. Thanks, Miss Barrett, for joining us tonight. I'm glad I could. Good night.
moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. That it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament. And divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place. And let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters called these seas. God saw that it was good. And from the crew of Apollo 8, we close with good night, good luck, a Merry Christmas, and God bless all of you, all of you on the good earth. know him as the host of Fernwood Tonight. Pop music freaks recognize him as the singer-songwriter of numerous humorous songs. Don't put off till tomorrow. 
you can do today Don't leave things half-finished That's all we've done on that. I, uh... Go on location for both sides of Martin Mull. Tomorrow on HBO.